0: Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff doing our first podcast in about a week and a half. A ton has happened. You know the point
1: as I'm talking right now?
0: Yeah. I realize I gotta even ask you about Paul McCartney. That's how long it's been. Oh, fuck. It's been been a
1: long time. A lot to cover tonight. We'll tell you right out of the gate. We're going to figure out why Bob Chandler is not in the Padres Hall of Fame. Ridiculous. We are going to openly invite ourselves onto a float at the Pride Parade because we dicked around and we didn't register the Dave and Jeff flatbed (laughs) soon enough for that. And Dave, I'm going to ask you this, because Mike Florio is such a dumb shit. Okay. Or somebody from profootballtalk.com tweeted out today that they couldn't believe the timing of the NBA for the free agency because nobody was talking about the NBA, is what Pro Football Talk wrote. And that, to me, is one of the dumbest, things I've heard, whether Mike wrote it or somebody else, because even in a non-NBA city with everything going on, whether it's the U.S. Women's National Team, which has been fun, Padre Baseball, which has been great, NHL Free Agency, which means nothing to anybody other than me starting tomorrow. I literally did nothing all day with my sons, but hang out and watch all the different dominoes fall into place with the NBA today. I did, too. I thought it was great. Just like last year. Remember, yes. we lost our shit last year, too. Yes, because was would this have been the day when LeBron... Did LeBron yeah. announce the Lakers pretty much on day one? On day one. I was in LA. I was yeah. at Philippe's. How funny is that? I, I knew
0: exactly where I was. It was a Sunday. I was in Arizona last year at this time.
1: Yeah, and and walked in. I Okay, going down the list today of what we saw from the NBA, starting with Durant... And Kyrie going to Brooklyn, pretty wild, right? If you're the yes. Warriors, how are you feeling? You're sick. You have, to, you have to be a little bit sick.
0: Here's a couple things. Are you surprised? I should say this. Are you surprised that he didn't go back to Golden State?
1: No, because I think there's, I, I think it kind of felt to me looking at that team like there was a click. Like there were the guys who had been there from the start and that he had come in and been added to it. When you see that, and and I know it was a couple years old, but apparently when he had the fight with Draymond Green, Draymond Green told him, and again it didn't happen recently, eighteen months ago, whatever. Hey, you can go ahead and go. We won without you. I I bet stuff like that. If it a, if it actually happened, B I bet it sticks in his craw. Well, re-
0: remember the owner of the team last year at the parade, Joe Lacob. Yeah, or Lacob. Now it seems like it changed all the time. Yeah, but he said. At the parade, when they announced it, we we won this without Durant. We didn't need you. Like, and then wow. made it, said it like it was a joke. Yeah. Ones like, oh, really? I mean, why would you say that? Especially then, why would you say that? And then Durant, obviously they needed him. There's a story in here, a couple of them, right. I think, on Durant's side. The story, according to Durant, before the injury, before he went and got hurt again and the one that's going to keep him out for a year, he said people in the organization called him out for not toughing it out, that he could have played, that he was okay. And then mm. look where he had the surgery. He didn't have the surgery in the Bay Area. He had it in New York. Yeah. That a lot of things now it looks like, and again, go back to Kawhi a year ago. Kawhi was upset with San Antonio, and they called him out. Remember? Yeah. His thigh injury and his quad. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's going to his own doctors, and he's not healed. I think a lot of guys in professional sports don't trust the teams. And when you have that much money near the face of the franchise, you can force yourself to say, I'm going to find my own doctor. And you know what? Durant did it. And Kawhi did it, and now you sit there and go, well, Kawhi won a championship. He's gone with another team. Mm-hmm. Durant's going to try and win a championship. He went 3,000 miles away. As a Laker fan, I'm telling you right now, we are the favorites to win the West now because they don't have Durant.
1: Get him out of there. For me, what I look at is the Knicks took a beating today yeah. because it came out that James Dolan and the Knicks were not w- willing to offer the max contract. I look at that, Dave, and I go, it's easy to make fun of the Knicks. Yep. They're the, the East Coast version of what the Clippers used to be. However, if I'm the Warriors today and if I'm the Knicks today, I'm really not that bummed about the criticism because Durant is a very special player. But if I'm going to let the Nets commit to a guy for a five-year deal at age 31 coming off an Achilles injury, let them commit $190 yep. million. I may not do that. You want to know, this is what I said to my son tonight, and who's a diehard Warriors fan, is bummed because he likes Durant. Well, said, but
0: his favorite player it's not Durant. No, right? it's Curry. Okay.
1: I got a great Curry story, too. Good. Don't let me forget my All right, Steph I want Curry to comment story. on what
0: you said about the Knicks, too, in a
1: second. I said to him, if I'm the Warriors, I'm going to sit back and see what happens with Anthony Davis. Because if the Lakers are not able to be – what everybody thinks they can be. Remember, you got Frank Vogel. How's Ty Lu feeling tonight, Dave, right? <laughs> He's dumb as a rock. Fuck. Stupid. But if Anthony Davis, for any reason, decides to opt out next year and just says, hey, I'm not going back to L.A., man, brand new Chase Center, Curry, a healthy Clay Thompson, and said to my son today, why not just sit back and, and see if you can make a run at Anthony Davis next year when he has the ability to walk clean and be... The the queen of the ball.
0: I don't think he goes to the Warriors just because Draymond Green doesn't seem like the greatest teammate.
1: How much is left on his deal, though? That's what we were trying to figure out tonight. Uh, Iguodala that, is pretty special, but Draymond could be a guy I, you move out.
0: I think they gotta have to pay him. Iguodala is old. You know, so, yeah. they're all old, I'll be honest with you. Outside right. of Clay. People don't realize Steph Curry is old. Steph Curry's older than Durant. Damn. I mean, see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not that young of a team. Clay Thompson's your guy. That you're building it around now. Klay Thompson, Anthony Davis is a hell of a combo, right? Right. And with Steph for at least four or five more years. What I want, what I'll say real quick about (laughs) about the Knicks. Are you flicking off Joe Girardi? Austin Hedges. Oh, Austin Hedges. What? God, it is Austin Hedges. What I will say about the Knicks. Any smart team would probably do what the Knicks did, meaning. Mm Here's a guy that's thirty one. He's over seven feet. He doesn't like to be, you know, told he's seven feet tall. Yeah. But history will tell you seven footers after the age of thirty just aren't that productive. And that's without guys that are ripping their Achilles tendon. Now, Durant, you go, he might be a little bit different. He's gonna miss an entire year, he's gonna come back, and he was trying to set the all time NBA record for the most points scored. Who knows what kind of player he's gonna be? But it's the Knicks, so you think you'd go all in and do whatever you could to do exactly what the Nets did, right? I mean, you even let Porzingis, you had to let him go. You had, yeah. to, you had to make him make a trade to get rid of him when really it was the best move Phil Jackson did the whole time he was right. with the Knicks was finding and Porzingis and, and the Lakers ended up with shit when they were drafted in front of him the entire time. But overall, I don't know what the Knicks ever are. And if you're a Knicks fan, you've waited since 1973. So I don't know what happens and when they turn things around or what they're going to go with and go, hey, you know what? Our future is the the last two years, you know, when we got Barrett, we got Knox and, who knows what else? And they get Julius Randle, who actually had a really good year yeah. for New Orleans. And I think if you're... But
1: uh, he's not Kawhi. He's not. And,
0: cool. he's not and he's not Durant. And he's not Durant. And he's not. And you've been in New York, and you're going yeah. to New York soon. Everything in New York has to be big time. Right. Has to
1: be. Right. And you can't take a back seat to the goddamn Nets. Oh, man. Huge. Quick Steph Curry story, because yeah. I'll forget it. Uh, with the Warriors moving out of Oakland, Curry did something really cool, and he... I don't know the number. I feel like it was a bigger number, maybe 50 people. But there were anywhere from, honestly, Dave, it may have been 15 people to 200 that impacted him in his time in Oakland as they get ready to move over to the Bay Area. And what he did for every one of these people is he sent them a huge brown box, and inside the brown box, packed in 10 different layers of bubble wrap, was a special, unique pair of his shoes with a letter. And one of the guys he sent it to was my buddy, Matt Horwitz. Really? Who had been the PA voice of the Warriors for 18 years and was let go because Matt is, as we've said on the show, Matt is not a screamer. Matt is very similar to what Lawrence Tanner does with the Lakers. And Matt posted it the other day on social media. I swear to God, it's about as cool a thing as I've ever seen an athlete do. It was a typed letter that said uh, for 18 years you called our games and you mean a lot to me. Thanks for everything you did, Matt. Hand signed Steph Curry. That's cool. And I know what it meant to Matt who walked away with three rings and has taken the high road. Um, but I just looked at that and I go, fuck, man. I, I swear, may, I, I wish I knew the number. You could Google it if you're interested. But And I'll talk to Matt and see if I can – send a copy of the letter in the shoes. Yeah. But, dude, when you're the PA guy, like I'm sure at some point when somebody retires from the SEALs, <laughs> they'll do the same thing for Steve Woods, and that'll be emotional for all of us. <laughs> um, not quite to that level, but Steph Curry doing it for, a 100 let's say, 100 people in Oakland that meant something to him. Yeah. And it wasn't just a form letter. It was a letter that talked about Matt being the voice of it. I'm sure they were all individual letters. Pretty cool dude. You know, I
0: tell you what, if we if we ever go back on the on the radio. Yeah. our first sided debate question, will Steve Woods ever make it into the SEALs Hall of Fame? That'd be uh, the first one.
1: Well, no. He won't because it's all about him. Fucking guy lost his voice night one. No. That's it. Um, we have to figure this out. I'm glad you bring up Sports Hall but of
0: Fame. I just want to say real quick before we get into this. Uh-huh. So Lawrence Tanner, of course, who does the Lakers, and he was part of the forum yes. and went over to Staples. The deal is, for me as a Laker fan, grew up listening to the Lakers. I tell you what, my buddies and I used to do impressions of him all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's how big of a deal it was. Just the whole two minutes, you know, right. that he, that you say, the way he said it. And the Bill way he would say, Yeah. James <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Worthy. We went yeah. through all the names. A.C. <laughs> yeah. Green. We went through all of them all the time. So your buddy, no matter what he says, he's going to be missed right away by yeah. big time warrior fans. They're making a big mistake not bringing him with them.
1: Uh, one final note on Lawrence Tanner yeah. pointed out to us by, I think, the fifth best play by play guy to listen to the show. Alan Horton. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Tanner introduces Alan. No every way. Game. Is that right? Yep. That's really cool. Voice of the Timberwolves is Alan Horton. Oh, Does it, apparently, with every team. <laughs> oh, that's How cool awesome. Is that? I
0: had no idea. I, had, uh, I had no idea. And he hosts, I think, a midday show, doesn't he? Or a night show. I'm like a jazz station? On a jazz station. What a nice man. Great voice. Man. Super a nice guy. nice man.
1: All right, there's a guy here in San Diego, and I have not paid much attention to this, admittedly, even as a 37-year fan of Padre Baseball. I have to be honest. I okay. don't put a whole lot into the Padres Hall of Fame. I really don't. That to me is like being in the Minuto Hall of Fame. <laughs> go, All right, you were there, and it was cool. Um, I love what they have done down below in the old 1090s studio down in the right field corner where they put that thing on. You can go by and say hi to our friend Brad Sondak, who runs that area for the Padres now. He does? Yes, it's really? cool. Yes. Brad's an employee of the pods. Yeah. I had no idea. He's there. And if you play dance in the dark, he may dance up a storm he for will, you. Will
0: If he has a hairbrush in his back pocket.
1: Um, But there are people that, like me, are longtime fans of this team that care a lot about the Padre Hall of Fame, and I get that. And it really hadn't really hit me until about a week ago when I heard some people talking about it, that a guy who's not in there is Bob Chandler. And I love the fact that there are a ton of fans that understand what Bob meant to this team. Bob started with the Padres in 19... I think it was around 73 and was there through 2003. Yeah. Still continues to do things on their behalf. If you run into Bob, as I did not long ago, he is the ultimate historian of Padre baseball. As nice a guy as classy a guy as you will meet in Bob Chandler. And why he's not in that Padres Hall of Fame is a complete joke. And I called out Nick Canepa last night. I called out Bill Center. Yeah. And these two fucks ignored <laughs> me on Twitter. Well, fuck that. I'm serious. We're not putting up with that shit. I don't know who. I want to know who. How does anybody not name me have a fucking vote on that? I I said last night, I will single-handedly, and I joke a lot on this, anybody who wants to argue about Bob's place in the Hall of Fame that he doesn't, I'll give you my number, because I'll fucking shred you. There's not one person that's not already in, be it Tony or Trev or Jerry or others, outside of Ted, right? Ted's going in. You know Ted's going in. But there is nobody on the perimeter that's a better candidate than Bob, in my opinion, right now.
0: I don't disagree with you at all. I think yeah. Bob should have been in a long time ago. I got to ask you, and tell me if I'm wrong, because I'm on the Padres website right now, and it says mm-hmm. Padres Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I thought they inducted somebody every year. That's not no, the it's case. It's a train wreck. Here, I got to tell you, the list is so short, I'm just going to tell you right now the list. Okay? Yeah,
1: it's Randy, it's, Nate Colbert. Okay,
0: 99 was Nate. Yeah. 99 was also Randy, and 99 was Ray Crock. 2000 was Winfield, 2001 Buzzy, 2001 Jerry, 2002 Tony. Okay, then nothing happened in 2009. Yeah. Dick Williams. Okay. Then 2014.
1: Jack McKeon. Tr- no, that's Trevor. Okay.
0: 2015 Benito, 20, 2015 Templeton, 2016 Caminiti, 2016 Ted Williams, 2017 McKeon, 2018 Towers. That's it. Yeah, is that right? Is that correct? I thought That's they it. literally did someone every year.
1: No, they so should. So could have put Bob in there anywhere. Bob should be in. I would understand an argument for Dave Campbell, but Dave, what, Dave's not going in as a player. Dave, as an announcer, was outstanding, but a very short window for uh, Dave Campbell. Yeah. As Padre announcer, Bob was a thirty-year employee of this team. In '96, when I was working at KFMB. Bob would get a handful of innings every weekend when Jerry went to do the game of the week. Yeah. He was so goddamn good as an announcer who got limited innings that at the end of the year when I made my best of CD that I'd have to do every year for sponsors and the radio station, Bob's calls, two of Bob's calls were in the top five of the year. Yeah. Remember, a guy who got limited innings on Friday – limited Saturday, limited Sunday, when Jerry was called away to do Game of the Week. Had two of the top five calls of the year, and I think they happened in the same game. But has never done anything but represent that team at the highest level, knows everything about it, was a former PR guy, was an insanely good, underrated play-by-play guy, and he's absolutely loved by the fans. And any of these fucking dickheads, who's vote, John Matthew? You're going to tell me John Maffey knows more about Padre baseball than me? Fuck off if you think that for a second. He doesn't know shit. I want to go. Scott Miller? You're telling me Scott Miller knows more about the history of Padre baseball than me? Not a fucking chance. Not a fucking chance. Who else is it? Kirk Kenny? Love Kirk. Not a fucking chance. We're going to go all the way down the line, Dennis Lynn? I hope so. I hope so. Let me in that fucking room. Because as soon as they suggest Dick Enberg or anybody else, I'm going to chuck my water bottle at him. Fuck! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> right? Bill Center today on his all-time Padre list put Mark Loretta above Robbie Alomar's second base. Really? They wow. played the same amount of time here. Yeah. I love Loretta. Great dude. Robbie Alomar's two-time
0: the guy. team MVP. Loretta? Loretta was
1: okay. <laughs> Stop. Stop. It's just like. Dude, I'm
0: looking at Padre broadcasters all the time. Yeah. I had no idea Steve Fiziok was here. And I was here when he was here. Doing, he was in on the pay-per-view channel. On 90, in 95.
1: Yeah, on the pay-per-view channel. Before Jesus. we got channel four. When did we get channel four? I thought it was
0: like 94, 95, somewhere in there. It'd be 96. 96, yeah. I had no idea Steve Fiziok was on there.
1: And I don't know, a lot of you have asked, I don't know why Mud's not doing home games. I don't know what's going on there. And, and to be honest, I'm not getting involved. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you like Sweeney doing the games anyways. I look, I like Sweeney. I'm so tired of you guys beating the shit out of our guy Sweeney. They're all good. Every one of these guys is good, and they're good for Padre baseball.
1: I don't know why Mudd's not doing the home games. What are you
0: saying? It's on his choice? You don't think he wants to spend time with the family? It says, I'll do the road games?
1: He's had a lot of, he's had a lot of home games off, and nobody, nobody's noticed it, which is a great tribute to Mark's work. I'm the only guy who fucking noticed. Guy's done two fucking home games all year. Two games opening day? Yeah. That's it. Guy's done as many games as Ken Levine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he does that's more games this year. Yeah. hell? So busy
1: fighting with the Cardinals, we forget, like, hey, where's mud? <clears throat> but we're going to find out. I mean, for those of you that really care about the Padre Hall of Fame, I get it. And one of the greatest nights I ever had was sitting in Monterey, Mexico. Yep. On the Thursday night before that series at the hotel bar, restaurant bar, with Bob Chandler and Randy Jones for about three hours hearing stories about the Padres of the 1970s. Yeah. Fucking Dave, I, I couldn't have been more in heaven. It was great.
0: I got to ask you, do you remember? Okay, well, you won't remember it because, hell, I don't know if you're barely alive. Who was the Padres' first analyst? Uh, Duke Snyder? It was Duke Snyder. Yeah, Duke Snyder with Did my you man do, Jerry Gross. You, you do deserve a vote. Yeah. That's no fucking joke. With Look Jerry Gross? The, with Jerry Gross.
1: God damn, they really love you here. Who <laughs>
0: Besides Jerry Gross, who else was a play-by-play guy?
1: Uh Oh, it's the guy who was on Channel 10. Are you serious? You think you know this one? Yeah, it's it's a is it first name Al? No, it's Frank. Frank, not Frank Howard. Nope,
0: Frank Sims.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I've okay. seen that name. And but... then
0: it turned into Jerry after that. So as Jerry grows, sixty nine to seventy one. Frank Sims, sixty nine to seventy, and then Jerry Coleman. You know, obviously. When 70 did Dave to...
1: Campbell? What were Campbell's years? Let's
0: see, Dave would be in the analyst part. So Dave was seventy eight through eighty eight.
1: So eleven years. Yeah, eleven Locking seasons. So good. But Chandler, what, what's it show Chandler coming in? It
0: um, has Chandler being an analyst from 1970 through 2003.
1: 1970? Okay. Yep. So 33, 33 years. Fuck, I cut well, him off. 34 by... years if you count yeah, seasons. Yeah, true. Yeah.
0: 34 seasons out of, out of 51, which we're in right now. Most people say 50, but it's 51.
1: Unbelievable how good he is.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. And Bob was great. Bob, honestly, yeah. Bob, you didn't miss a beat. Nothing against Jerry, but if Jerry wasn't there, you didn't miss a
1: beat. Right. And, and versatile, well-liked, respected, and has represented that thing. I don't know why the fuck you wouldn't just put him in. Who are you holding out for? Tim Tuffle? <laughs> Swear to God. there There's issues on this team where they get it right, and then there's issues where they fuck around on shit like this.
0: You know what's weird, man? Also, there are five former Dodgers who have been broadcasters for the, for Ooh, the Padres. That's kind of weird.
1: Five former Dodgers? Yeah. I got to think about this. Rick Monday.
0: Yeah, Rick Monday. Uh,
1: Carlos Hernandez.
0: Carlos Hernandez is not listed, but he would be for Spanish. So that's six.
1: Okay. Former. Do- oh, Duke Snyder.
0: Duke Snyder. You just said it.
1: Okay. That's two. Who else the fuck am I thinking of? That are are you counting Ken Levine? No, I'm not counting Ken Levine. You're talking about guys who that were the uniform? Guys who
0: played for the Dodgers. Oh,
1: my God. That's a great trivia question. Five former guys. Really, at
0: six now that you pointed out Carlos. Yeah, because yeah.
1: Carlos is there. It's six. I don't think... Uh, I don't know. Who are they?
0: Tony Gwynn Jr.
1: Oh, shit. Right, Mark Sweeney. Right. Rick Sutcliffe. Rick Sutcliffe. What about... Uh, I don't think Loretta ever did games. No, he didn't. Loretta
0: worked for the pods, but he didn't do games.
1: Did Dave Roberts ever do so games?
0: Dave Roberts never did games.
1: So pre and post.
0: Yeah, how about that? Kind of Shit. crazy, isn't it? That's funny. That's yeah. a great trivia question. And, and, and speaking of that, I'll tell you, that the other guy that needs to go in, it's Eduardo Ortega. He's been at the team right. since 87. Right. Yeah. Look, they should have... Or even Mario Thomas. Oh, man. Okay, Mario was dude. with a team from 69 through 97 as the first Spanish broadcaster. What Put him fu- and Bob in at the same time.
1: What a g- bunch of fucking good dudes. Yeah, I mean, you should have a little broadcaster wing. It doesn't yeah. mean you have to honor every guy that came through. No, but you're
0: talking guys that have been around for a long time, man. Dave
1: Campbell, Bob Chandler, Mario, Eduardo. These guys all meant something to this team. Yeah, Dave, I I would have no problem if they did that. Yep. I like that. And if you want to, Ted should be separate from those guys because Ted's been the one for a long time and Ted's 40 years now doing it. But yeah, why not have a little broadcaster wing and do it? And do but don't Look, don't stick Enberg in with that group. Enberg is fine and did what he did when he was here. But those guys were Padre guys. Those were pa- Dave, Jerry, Eduardo, Mario. Those dudes were Padre guys all the way through. And but- they should be recognized for what they've meant to that team and to this community. According to
0: Wikipedia, Ted Leitner is in his 40th season yeah. as Padre Broadcast, 40th.
1: Yeah, pretty incredible. Awesome. Yeah, yeah awesome. Ted's gonna Ted. Ted will have his. Ted deserves to have his own day. Yeah. Ted. Ted doesn't need to go in as part of the group. I don't think anybody. And you know what, Dave? Really, in, in maybe Eduardo should have his own day too. But if you had a day to recognize Dave and Bob, and Mario. Fuck, I, I think that would be pretty cool. Put those guys all in there because they belong. But absolutely, Bob and Mario, dude. That's a great call.
0: Absolutely. Hey, want to mention uh, Taylor and Pools, Alan Taylor. While I was driving back from Arizona just the other day, and the heat was about 112, and I'm thinking, man, it's hot. My phone rings. Hey, I need Alan Taylor's uh, phone number. Mm-hmm. Do you have his number? And I said, absolutely, I'll get the number. It doesn't matter. I'm going 110. I'll just look down for <laughs> about 30 seconds. <laughs> Jesus, can you wait a second till I get <laughs> home? <laughs> Yes, I can wait. I said, okay. First thing I did when I pulled in the driveway, pulled up my contacts, I sent it right over. Alan Taylor, Taylor made Pools. Right now it is pretty warm, the weather. We told you the June gloom was going to burn off, and you're going to want it this summer. It's going to be a hot, hot couple months. Make sure you call Alan Taylor. Take care of your backyard needs with a 619-449-4452. Phone number, again, call his number, 619-449-4452.
1: David, couldn't be better, and, and I know – there's a lot of you that sit there and spend your day looking at your phone and you're hoping that Vera calls. But you know how you're going to get that call to come through and all of a sudden you feel like America's newest lottery winner? By putting that pool in your backyard. You put that pool in your backyard, a little mini keg, and the next thing you know that alley cat from Vista will never <laughs> leave and everybody wins. Uh, gas price is going up tomorrow, another $0.07 cents a gallon because we voted in that gas tax. Thanks for everybody who did that, you fuckheads. <laughs> So why would anybody want to drive to Tahoe or Arizona or Vegas or Monterey or anywhere else? Man, there's there's not a dopier term than staycation, but it, you're man. You're right. But last night, I mean, that sunset that everybody saw yeah. at 8.30 last night, wouldn't have been great to be in your backyard, grill fired up, and to have the pool, tailor-made pool, and just hanging out? Never too late. Make that phone call to Al and tell him Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Absolutely. also want to mention Brian Curry selling real estate all over San Diego County. For the last 20 years, many of you are looking to find that perfect home. I had somebody call me again saying, Hey, what's the deal with your neighborhood? I hear Eastlake's yeah. great. Well, guess what? You need to call Brian Curry. Brian Curry knows San Diego County a lot better than I do. He's an expert in what he does for a living, and he's been really good at it because of word of mouth. He keeps his customers happy and satisfied. 619 251 1588. 619
1: Dave spent the day in Carlsbad yesterday, and it is so beautiful up there. And you really have everything you need in that area, but it could be said for so many different communities, right? Yep. There's so many different areas, whether it's PB or Del Cerro, East Eastlake, wherever you want to go. And you go, man, the schools are great. You've got parks, you've got markets, you've got the whole thing, whatever you need. And, and as you're trying to get further and further out of the commute and get closer and closer to work, you got to find the perfect neighborhood. And that's why having a guy like Brian Curry on your side is going to make such a huge difference for you because it's a 30-year agreement that you're making when you buy this house. So that's when you call Brian. You say, look, this is the size house I'm looking for. I need a couple of bedrooms. I need a garage. I work in this area, I don't want to be on the road, and Brian will say, hey, hang on, I'll take care of it. Man, there is nobody better than Brian Curry. Find out for yourself why so many people have walked away satisfied. You will, too.
0: All right, got to ask you about Paul McCartney. It's like it's been a long time, but I'm I'm glad I remembered. I would have been pissed if I forgot. Tell me what it was like, because I was trying to look at everybody's little videos.
1: Uh, Full credit to the Padres, who did an amazing job putting on that show and we got out there had my uh our longtime friend julie brownman yep. formerly of 690 formerly a channel 10 she had some things that had happened uh in january and just some fucked up shit and i said to her i go look i got an extra ticket to mccartney we gotta change your mojo i said you come out to san diego you haven't been out in two years i go come hang out we're gonna go see mccartney she goes fuck you know what i'm doing it i'm um I'm taking you up on it. So she came out. So that was the one thing, Dave, that was great, to connect with an old friend and just hang out. Neither she nor I had ever seen him. Padres did an unbelievable job of getting everybody in there. Man, it was no headache at all. When I got there, I went to the gate along right field um, that takes you in right by your your brick. Oh, really? You know that gate that takes you in right by the Padres Hall of Fame? Yeah. But the line, Dave, to get in went all the way down past, like, the brick building, um, all the way down past the stop sign, and then another block down. Jesus. And we're like, oh, shit, right? It's like 10 to 7. I was in the building at 5 after 7. Everything moved fine. He was amazing. He came on the stage at about 8.20. Did anybody
0: open for him?
1: Nope. Nope. Not Sheila E. Sheila E. did not open for him. No, it was frustrating. I did not get to see Spandau Ballet. Um, him, two guitar players, drummer, and a keyboardist. Okay. And he played a lot of shit.
0: Did he say, "Great to be back in our hometown of San Diego"?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> but his wife was there. Does he yeah. have a new wife? Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah. This is wife three.
1: Is that right? I, I don't guess. guess. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. would be right. Good job. Shit, man. His band is so good. I saw one person bitching on social media about his voice. I I think I read he's 77 years yeah. old. I mean he's almost 80 years old. Fuck, he was having a great time. He was completely engaged, telling stories, doing the whole thing. There were definitely songs on the playlist that you could have gone, like, I don't even know what that song is, why yeah. you're playing it. And and when I see the Stones in a month, they'll probably have two or three of those. Is that Ma- right? McCartney had like seven of those. Really? But Dave, he played 30-some songs. He played for over three hours. That's amazing. It was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. How many people were there? It looks so packed. 42,000. Is that right? Yeah, 42,000. You could have told me there's 68,000 people in here, and I would have believed I it. I would have, too, because it looked like there's so many on the field. But it's... uh, But center field's blocked off. There are certain areas that are blocked off okay. because of the stage Got it. that you lose. Um, shit. I, when he was here, it was funny reading about him because I guess when he came to Petco, whatever that's been five years ago, had been the first time that he'd done a solo show here in like 30 years. I didn't know that was the case. I felt like he'd been through here on a regular basis. And five years ago when he came, I just kind of shrugged. I was like, eh, Dave, it was great. Man, and and what I said to Julie was, we're in the same building with a dude that was part of so many iconic things yeah. in American music. Well, just in music history. Yes. From their Ed Sullivan to Shea Stadium to Crossing of Abbey Road, all hey Jude, right? All all that stuff, like the the concert on the Apple Building is, like it's all pretty wild. And you go, yeah. Julie, that's him right there, <laughs> and. What it felt like was he did songs that meant a lot to him. And that's what he said. He goes, it's pretty crazy. He said, I can look out here and we can tell the songs you like because the cameras are going like crazy. And he said, then we can tell the songs you don't like because it turns all black. (laughs) He goes, but we don't care. We're going to play them anyways. Um, But yeah, I mean, Live and Let Die and, and all that. Yeah, wild. Man, it was wild. Like, I've seen The Hooves so many times. I've seen Stones so many times. I've seen Springsteen. Like, there's not a whole lot of bucket list people left. And I don't even know that he had been. I, I don't know that I would have told you a year ago he was a bucket list guy. But, God damn, was he fun. I remember there was a story about, shit, maybe
0: 15, 20 years ago. And he, Someone who was extremely wealthy, like a rancher Santa yes. Fe, had him play in their backyard.
1: My uh, My wife was pregnant. We when she was pregnant, she couldn't fall asleep and we would have to drive around to get her to fall asleep. And we would go to different neighborhoods that would be fun. And I said to her, we'll go through Rancho Santa Fe. And the place was packed. And it was that night. That was it. It's the same guy, Dave, that had the stones play belly up. And he's a he's a cancer guy. And I I hope he's still with us. I know when the stones came through a couple of years ago, he had been incredibly sick. And he had the Stones play the belly up, but it's that same gentleman. They do it as a fundraiser.
0: How long ago was that that the Stones did that? Do you remember?
1: Just his last tour okay. when they were here. So what? whatever that was, 20, 2014, okay. 2015, whatever that's been. Yeah. Good
0: deal. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't tell where your pictures were and everyone else's. How good anyone's seats were? So I'm just curious to know how close were you as far as you could see and hear well?
1: It was awesome. If you, I went upper level. I was down the left field line, but you know when you go to the upper level at Petco, you've got the upper level, the walkway, and then maybe those four rows in front. Yeah, we were in the fourth row of those four rows in front. We looked directly in at the stage. He, the stage was in center field. We looked directly in at him.
0: Were the people around you uh, age? Give me the average age. Shit, as far as we're people, the
1: youngest people there.
0: That's what I was gonna. It was great. You. Well, I don't know if that's great or not.
1: Oh, they were they were into it. Like yeah, when you're I got you are watching people that are in their 60s and 70s, and they're having a blast dancing and tearing it up. Uh, Yeah, there was no... Like, I would imagine it was a pretty calm night for the Petco security team. But people were... uh, (laughs) They didn't use the jail? But, Dave, other than that one person I saw bitching and complaining on Facebook, like, holy fuck, how miserable are you? I had a blast. I'd go see him again in a minute.
0: What do they, again, when you're at Petco in that situation, what do they serve like as far as concessions?
1: Applesauce. Nothing with our candy. Sanka. Depends. <laughs> uh, it was nice. They had the one stand there that had urns. Oh, that if your, Jesus. If your wife didn't make it through. Oh, my They They're like, hey, if she doesn't make it through, the concert's three hours. You can pick her up right here, and it's awesome. It's an urn that looks just like the White Album. Oh shit. <laughs> well,
0: that's great. We were the youngest ones there. We were. Fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah what else? Uh walkers. Uh, Jesus, man. Oh my gosh. Fake hips. They had all kinds of shit for sale. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Ho dads? It's a goddamn night. Jesus. Everything was up. Uh, it's like going port. to
0: Laughlin and shit. Yeah. It smelled like Ben Gay.
1: That's it. it just smelled like death. <laughs> ben oh. Gay and
0: bad breath.
1: Bad breath. Bad memories. Yeah. Oh, you want to? I gotta tell you. You know the coolest thing about that night? Right up front <laughs> in the front row, dancing up a storm in the front row by the stage, Bill Walton. Really? And uh, Dave. It made me so fired How up. How could he
0: spot him? He's only <laughs>
1: nine eight feet, feet tall.
0: Yeah. The bad back.
1: Well. But remember, Dave, it wasn't that long ago when we would do Shop with the Jock for Seals when Bill was pretty much wheelchair bound. Yeah, I was. And I know he's been really, really happy with the guys, the medical treatment. Man, he was on his feet for the majority of that three hour show having a blast. Uh, That's one of my favorite people. Save it for the show, Jeff. Save it for the show. Uh, Anytime you talk to Bill, you'd be like, hey, Bill, what's going on? How you been, Jeff? Great to see you. Let's say hi, Dave. Let's save it for the show. That's it. But, um, Holy shit. Da- dancing up a storm, having a blast, look great, look great. That that made my whole night.
0: That's cool. So, three hour show, and you're like, that That was good enough. It was awesome, you, man. You didn't feel like it was too short or too long.
1: It was like as fast, you know, yeah. you go to movies that are three hours and you yeah. feel like, God dang, is this thing ever going to end? Uh, you walked out of there, and that was cool. We were, uh, we were staying in little Italy. Yeah. So we just walked through the gas lamp. We didn't have to work. I mean, if you were trying to catch an Uber or you had driven down there, people were in panic mode. We were able to just walk through. We walked out, and then I took her to Patrick's, Patrick's 2 in the gas lamp next to where the old, remember where the old Hard Rock Cafe used to be right by Horton Plaza? I took her to Patrick's, which is like the coolest little hole-in-the-wall dive bar. We just sat out, had a couple of beers. I took her to two great dive bars when she was here. I took her to Nunu's on Friday night, which was awesome. And then we hit uh, Patrick's in the gas stamp. Yeah, had no issues at all. Blast. Did
0: she, did she miss San Diego when she was back here? She have a great time?
1: She's from Denver. Yeah. Um, no. Really? No. She said it's it's always cool to be back, but I think... Denver's home. Yeah, Denver's home. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. She had a blast. Like, we went to Coronado. We got her run. I mean, she was in town for 48 hours. We got her down to Coronado and a couple other places in between. No, man. Denver's home. That's where she's established. She has a house there, the whole thing.
0: Good. Good deal.
1: Yeah. Cool, though. Good Absolutely deal. Absolutely
0: cool. All right. I got to tell you. So, we, uh, I spent the last, obviously, eight days in Phoenix, Arizona. Which right. Which like, where the hell would you do that? Well, I do it every, every single year. If you listen to the show for a while, you know. I always take a group of kids back for the USA Championships. and um, We've been we've been really lucky with kids that we take on this baseball team back with us, and it's a different group of kids for the most part. Um, once they start with me at age 13 through the time they're 17, then they're done and we get new guys. Well, this past year is kind of crazy. The way this is yeah. going to set up, I was thinking about it, Jeff. It's kind of wild because you know so many of these kids. Oh, as yeah. much as you want to give me a hard time, you know a lot of these kids and you've known them since they were 13 years old. Heck, yeah. When it's done, this one class will end up with nine to ten players off of uh, for the kids you knew that are now uh, either 18 or now 21 once they finish their junior college. Ten kids off of one team are going to sign major league contracts. God, that's insane. That's insane. That's Am I insane. right? That's I mean, it does. That's it, awesome. It, it sounds fucking nuts. When God, When you think that's how hard awesome. it is to, to make it to go, man, these kids have signed. So... Uh, Julian Escobedo, who most yep. people know, plays center field for San Diego State the last three years, was drafted by the Cleveland Indians, which was great because we were um, in that area. So we, the, where we were staying, our hotel around, and where we played our games, we played on the Indians field, the Reds, the Dodgers, White Sox, Padres, and Mariners, Okay, mm-hmm. which is pure, and if you're a Padre fan, you know you've been to spring training, you know what it's like. So he, he's not far from me. It was great seeing him because, to be honest with you, I think he's a little homesick just turned 21 on June 10th and right I think he was a little homesick and it was worked out perfect that I was there and every time I saw him he was like you're gonna leave already you know oh and, man. and he, we kind of wanted to, uh, to just spend time with a familiar face you know
1: yeah how long is he down there
0: through September oh wow through September and uh he even say, said to me he goes you know in September the Indians organizations flying me back to Cleveland to introduce me and some of the other guys to the media back there. because I can take a guest. I'm choosing you. He wants to take me back there to Cleveland with him. So I said, that'd be awesome. So it was kind of funny that, and when I say funny, I mean strange, that he's with Cleveland. Three years ago, almost to the day we're thinking about it, we were playing for the gold medal game in the USA Championships, and we're winning 5-2. Julian comes in in the last inning, and it doesn't do well. They, They hit him around, and we end up losing the game. And we're driving up the street back to the freeway to drive back to San Diego, and He's 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 kind of a wreck, and we pull over into this McDonald's. And I'm telling him the story as we're driving right towards the yeah. same McDonald's. Same street, same thing. And I said, man, three years ago to the day, do you remember where you were, what you were doing? I you're right here on the same fucking roads, and I don't want to play this game. I don't know <laughs> if it's for me. And I don't, boom, 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 we pull in McDonald's. My, my son Jake, was, uh, his friend Roman, tells us, um, dude, shut the fuck up. You have more talent than anybody we know. Right. You're going to be fine. It's just one bad day. And I go, here we are talking about you signing a contract with a major league baseball yeah, team deep. and i'm picking you up from the indians facility and yeah. so i go fuck mcdonald's we're going to the steak restaurant i'm buying you a dinner. Oh, nice. we're a we're gonna celebrate okay so we're we're sitting in this restaurant and this waiter comes over and he goes i was wearing an alabama shirt and alabama hat and he goes you from alabama and i said no my son went there I go, but today we're celebrating this kid. And I point at him, he's sitting directly across the way you're sitting for me right now. Yeah. I go, it's a big day. He's, he signed a contract with the Indians, and he's worked extremely hard, and today's his day. And the guy goes to me, he goes, you know, when I was 11, I could throw the ball from the fence to home plate without touching the ground. Oh, shit. So I think it's more of a matter of who you know, not what you can do. Shut dude, up, you Dude, dick. I lost my shit, dude. I couldn't, <laughs> you, I couldn't believe it. and I was so fucking mad. I went, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I go, guess what? I know everybody. And no one asked me to play center field for the fucking Cleveland Indians. Right. You're not going to take his fucking day away from being a
1: cocksucker. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Get I the lost, fuck out of here.
0: Lost my shit.
1: Go play with your Sunday A's <laughs> team and shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth and dude i
0: i just lost it, man i was so pissed off the guy pulled that bullshit move yeah and that's I said, exactly how he got in and i said to julian i said dude stay away from anybody like this right fuck everybody that tells you you can't do it it's really hard stay away from everybody oh, so, so overall it was it was cool as hell dude i, I went white we watched him against all my bears players went and watched him play against the giants fun fucking did great you know Good. had a great game and they took pictures all the indians were like what the hell how does this kid <laughs> yeah, have his own fan club the Indians were cool. They got on the field after the game, took pictures with all the players, signs every autograph at the end, JP25 for Jake. Oh, uh, that's nice. Which was cool. So the the, fall, the next day I go and I see the Indians play the Cubs. and yeah. And the kids on my team have to get up early for a game. I go by myself. The only five guys in the whole fucking stadium. You ever been to Mesa, Arizona? It's like uh, a Little little Wrigley.
1: No, I haven't been there. I've been to a bunch of them, but I haven't okay. been to that one.
0: So I, I'm sitting front row behind the the dugout. There's like five people in the crowd. There's nobody yeah. fucking there. Well, as I'm, I'm sitting there. This ball foul ball goes shooting behind my head. I don't even turn around because I know it's not coming to me. But it hits like the fucking press box, the cement, yeah. And comes shooting straight back down, dude. It hits me in my left ear. I don't know if you, can see. you see that scab, dude? Ow. Like, dude, if I was one seat over, it would completely woulda JFK to me. Woulda knocked me completely out cold, <laughs> right at the fucking front row. But dude, my ears bleeding, the whole deal. <laughs> oh shit! So I pick up the ball and I'm like, hey, brand new minor league baseball. I'm gonna hold this as a keepsake. This yeah, little kid comes running down. Of course, hey, Mister, Mister, can I have that ball? I was like, "Fuck, fine." I give sure, it. wipe I- my blood off it. <laughs> so, it'll be fine. As so, so I give it to the kid and I sit down, yeah. I hear his dad, "What the hell are you doing, Jimmy? You already got three of them." Oh, I'm like, oh motherfucker! I want that ball back. That little Brad kid. <laughs> that little brat kid. So we we went through we went through That's the so week. Awesome, it was man. it was great seeing, and we went through the week. Uh, Jack Stronach, who signed with yeah. the Padres. Uh, he was there going through his whole physical with our, our buddy JoJo. Yeah. Great kid. Helix High School. Went to UCLA. Yes. It was great that he was with the pods, but it was it was Did cool. Did you
1: see that kid, CJ? I was going to see ready?
0: him, but those were the days Julian asked me to come okay. see him. But I was going to go see CJ Abrams. And I'll tell you about what I was told from everybody that has seen him play. He is insane. The Padres got a great pick in the first round. They say the speed is unbelievable. Crazy, Something right? you've never seen before. Like, as crazy as we believe, watching Tatis hustle and everything we're seeing from Tatis, Abrams, they say, You just got to see it. People just say, You got to see it. So, Padre fans pay attention to this kid, and I hope he becomes. His, they draft him as a shortstop, but we hope yeah. he's a center fielder. It makes yeah. sense. He's a center fielder. I Pay attention to see how quickly the Padres can bring this Get kid him up. To because so he is. We can go see him. Exactly. He's the shit. Everybody told me, even people who have nothing to do with Padre baseball have told me, You got to see this kid. That was the talk. By the way of, of what was going on in Arizona, that one kid C.J. Abrams was uh, was insane. So I, real quick, I'll, I'll wrap up with you on this. But yeah, so when I go back to uh, when I go back to Arizona with Jake after all these years, we go into the USA team store, and the store is only on the Mariner side in Peoria. And so there's always stuff. There's hats. There's shirts. There's yeah. USA baseball shit, you see me wear a ton of it. So Jake is I would go, what do you want? And if you knew Jake, Jake wanted everything. Stuff he needed, him to need, he just wanted. But he never asked for anything in the store. He just asked for this one bracelet that said USA Baseball on it. i got one on my arm right now, okay? Oh, nice. And I used to say to him all the time, i go, man, why do you uh, why do you want that thing? He's like, it's two bucks, just buy it. You know, what the hell right. is your problem? I'm not asking for a $50 hat yeah. or an $80 sweatshirt. I just want the goddamn uh, USA Baseball bracelet. So every year he buy it. So this year I went and bought it for him. You know uh, what I mean? Ah, yeah. But, dude, when I bought it, as dumb as it sounds, this $2 bracelet, dude, I was bawling, man. Right. You know, tears just rolling in my face as I'm paying for a $2 bracelet. And uh, the lady's like, you all right? And I kind of just told her the story. I said, my son usually asks for this. He's not here this year. And Did I you said, get him one print. when he used to want it? Every time. Yeah, I always got him one. Rita goes, uh, she goes, did he always get the blue one or whatever? And I go, no, he got blue. He got red. He got yeah. And I said this year though, I go, I got it in black for him. But I nice. said, uh, but I did get it. every year. I go back, I'll get yeah one. every single year. I'll grab the same thing. But
1: well, me and Woods and Costa will wear ours with what? Yeah, oh. I would have hooked it you up if you would have asked me.
0: I would have, I would have easily bought you guys one. But it was, uh, it, was it was crazy. No, it, was, awesome. it was a good week, man. One uh, every day we hung his jersey up in the in the dugout. The kids yeah. played extremely well. We finished. 12 out of 100 teams oh nice and to be honest with you i wasn't even trying to to win games jeff i go the way i go about it i try and just showcase the kids yeah it's not it, it, look there's a time to go for that gold medal this of thing course. is big for parents i think i got five kids scholarshiped wow nice one, one team believe it or not was clemson one of this, and i was like <laughs> nice. motherfucker good clemson Fuck great Pomerantz. School. great school fuck Pomerantz fuck, fuck pomerant hunter renfro of the raiders and all those guys <laughs> but uh <laughs> I couldn't believe it when the guy said it's Clemson. And one oh, of his that's great. But then we had one kid make uh, Team USA, which the cool part was Julian was our first California Bear to make Team USA, and then this kid got it, and Julian was in the dugout when he got the letter saying, hey, guess what? You're Team USA. Oh, that's
1: awesome. So it was, it, was a
0: good, uh, it was a good week, man. Overall, it was a really good time to, to get away and, and everything else.
1: All right, we will be back tomorrow night, and we will be back Wednesday night as we get you caught up for the shows we missed. Tomorrow night, Dave, we will spend our time on Machado. We will spend our time on Tatis because it is really, for those three guys, and I'm going to throw Hosmer in that deal too, we're starting to see the Hosmer that we hoped to see last year, but we're seeing Tatis be insane Scoring from first base on a single to right. Yep. He scored the other day from second on basically an infield fly. Insane. It's unbelievable. Machado is absolutely crushing the fucking ball right now. Hitting a shitload. He gets yes. to 20 home runs today. Yep. First time in team history that you've had three guys before July 1st with 20 or more home runs. 50 years of baseball between Reyes and... Uh, Renfro and now Machado, gets but do you give 20. credit
0: to the Padres or just Major League Baseball? Right now, there are a thousand more home runs than last year combined. I mean, they it's ridiculous. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll get. I mean, I'm watching the balls. All three of these dudes are yeah. hitting it. They're yeah, they're difference makers, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: but I'm just saying, overall in baseball, are home runs all over the place.
1: Sure. I mean, I I heard Agler make a great point the other day when he was talking about the amount of home runs hit or RBIs for a guy before 20, whatever the age was, uh, what Reyes and Renfro had done compared to Dave Winfield. Yeah. And he goes, it's impossible. You cannot compare eras because different pitching, right? Baseballs are different. They've lowered the seams. They've done everything they've done. All I'm telling you is they went out and spent a shitload of money to get these guys, and I'm saying a shitload of money because you gave $30 million to the White Sox to get Tatis. To yeah. Don't forget that. He's a $30 million guy, and tomorrow we'll talk about this team, and we will also talk about how goddamn horseshit <laughs> Austin Hedges and Will Myers are. Those two guys today, after the Padres were up 3 nothing in the sixth, game's tied. They go into extra innings. Cardinals, um, Matt Wieters gets a two-run homer. And then at the end of the game, you come up, and it's Hedges and Myers back-to-back. I swear to God, yeah, I would have felt better seeing Matt Strom and Chris Paddock go back-to-back than watch these two dickheads. <laughs> so sick of these guys. Um, but I do want to say this, and, yeah. and I want to say this because there's been a lot going on. Everything's been going on, and I've been watching all the different cities um, with the Pride communities. Dave and I have said this a lot over and over, and especially because there was a punk uh, in New York, and I would also say this to Paul, to Maria Eaton, and to Geekster. There was a guy that looked at a picture of the Padres' Twitter that got together and called them all a bunch of faggots. Jeez. Said these are all the faggots that think that Paddock's better than uh, Pete Alonso. I understand why Maria was upset, Maria Eaton, who I love to death. I understand why Geekster was upset, and I absolutely understand why Paul was upset. I would just say that message that that guy wrote initially got out to 90 people. Nobody would have known him. It's stupid, but he's a guy shouting in the forest to nobody. You guys have 4,500 followers combined, and you gave him a much bigger forum than he deserved. Before you take the bait, look at some of these idiots and realize nobody's listening to what they say. I'm not downplaying it, but for whatever reason, and I don't know, Dave, that you have an answer. I I sure don't have an answer. We have always been embraced by the gay and lesbian community. And I was saying to a friend of mine tonight, for as much as we jerk around on this show, that relationship means a lot to this show. The idea that they for whatever reason, put up with our bullshit means a lot. And coming up on July 13th, there's the Pride Parade here in San Diego. What our goal had been was to put the Dave and Jeff show flatbed in the back to pay tribute to a community that has been way nicer to us than we deserve. For all the stupid shit that we do, I have no idea why this show has clicked, but I appreciate everybody who loves us, and I really appreciate our friends in the gay and lesbian community that have embraced this show. There is so much hate going on right now towards that community that sickens me because I consider you guys friends. And as my late friend Cheech Marin used to say, friends are family. And it's it's a motto that we believe in strongly on this show. Dave and I want to be on a float. We want to be on a float. We've never been in the pride parade, but Geekster or I think Wayne Partella from the Padres said they have a float. Is that right? Never done it, but as we thank everybody who's been incredibly nice to us, uh, if you'll find a spot on a flatbed, Dave and I will be there on your day because my ex-wife did it. She did it as a member of the public defender's office, and she said it was one of her greatest days, man. She goes, just everybody's going out and looking out for each other and having a great time and celebrating And like I said, you guys have been so incredibly good to us over the last 14, 15 months. You may say, hey, you know what? We're glad you like us, but you can stay the fuck away. (laughs) We don't need you two assholes down here, okay? (laughs) We're celebrating everything that's good. You're like that fucking uncle (laughs) that has that weird stare and that awkward pause. Yeah, you just stay over there. If there's anybody (laughs) who goes... Hey man, my business. I wanted to do the Dave and Jeff flatbed, so we could put Curry, Fluger, all of our guys, Geekster. We could just bring our Maria, everybody, Brandon, anybody else in that group that wanted to be on it. Uh, we would have taken Sug. We'd have taken Suggy down there. There right? you go. And then, uh, and then yeah, it'd be great. I just, I'm, I'm really glad that we have finally reached a point in our lives because in our 20s we were probably those guys that would have been oh no what oh what are we gonna do? go down there like fucking morons (laughs) but if anybody will have us and you go hey my business has a a float and we're down there and we're a part of it man uh, we would do it in a second
0: absolutely Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams, of course, first got to give me a hard time. Every single time that uh, the Padres get a win, which I understand, things are not looking good for me. Mana Machado's getting really hot. Yeah. I got it. Look, it's fine. Okay. Absolutely fine. Is it? I told you, I was not going to root against the Padres. It put me in a bad situation. But I'm telling you, as, as much fun as I have on Twitter, Look, I enjoyed watching these Padre games before. Yeah. But now that Machado is hitting the way he's supposed to and Tatis yeah. is playing all the time and he's not hurt, dude, you couldn't ask for, as They're I as, as exactly as I said, you couldn't ask They're for relevant. A, a better summer. You guys right. give me shit all the time. But this is honestly, it becomes can't miss TV. Yeah. Outside of the fuckheads you mentioned that are automatic outs, it's yeah. a lot of fun to watch Padre baseball right now.
1: Before you go on with Dan Williams, yeah. just one, and we'll get more into this tomorrow. Yeah. Are you surprised that whether it's Andy Green or it's Preller, whoever the case is, has been willing to bench Hedges and Will Myers? I mean, Will Myers sat – you were gone, Dave. Will Myers sat four straight games. But he had got hurt. I think Hedges was close. Just sitting for four straight games, and
0: I was paying attention to that. That Hedges was was sitting, and Mejia looked like he was the guy. He got
1: hurt, got banged up a little and bit. And
0: unfortunately, even though the the Padres won on uh, Friday and Saturday, Renfro was battling a, a stomach problem, yeah. wasn't feeling well. But I'm telling man, between Renfro and Reyes, and and obviously Hosmer, Machado, Tatis, it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, really, it's one of those, what are they going to do? You aren't going anywhere. You aren't changing the, the station. It's been such a long time right? that you said, okay, this is as good as it gets. The only thing it doesn't show right now, I understand, is the record and the Dodgers off to a crazy sure. start. But I'm telling you, Padre baseball is exciting right now. And it's, giving you, it's giving you a good summer.
1: Hosmer's really good yeah, yeah. It's, we'll talk it's, a whole it's lot working we, 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 we got a full show tomorrow
0: night so dan williams again want, want to uh thank him of course for making my days even worse <laughs> pointing out that uh, i'm gonna end up owing some money but dan is a great guy dan can help you out dan is a guy you want to pay attention to this number i say all of our sponsors are great but this one is really a number that once you call could be the biggest difference in your life as far as stretching your money and make sure it lasts a lifetime eight five eight six eight eight six eight one three eight five eight 6886813
1: Man, I was talking to a friend tonight who's a homeowner in Toronto and talking about really the importance of knowing your overall financial plan and talking about whether you're looking ahead towards retirement yep. or just any of the things that you have and as much as it's about borrowing smart and knowing what you can afford and what fits into your financial plan it's also once you have that repaying smart knowing what your priorities are establishing the ultimate financial plan. Look, all of us have had it at some point in our life where you get that restless sleepless night because you go I've got way too much money going out and not enough money coming in. That's where Dan Williams helps you out. The two books that you can get and especially man I Dave I can't imagine how many of our friends in the military don't even know of the programs that are available for you. Dan's worked with the Honor Foundation. He's going to help you uh, get going and get you on the right track to the point where you can almost buy a home with no money down. San Diego slash Dave Jeff is where you can get the books. Tell him, uh, tell him we sent you and you're off and running.
0: Also, don't forget about the, the summer. And of course, you have 4th of July coming up just this week. What's your barbecue look like? What's it going to taste like when your food, friends come over to taste your food this week? Don't forget hot sauces and more. Hot sauces and It's N, not N. Hot sauces and more.com. Don't forget about the big green egg and all the different uh, tricks they have to making your food taste that much better. Make sure you're the guy that everyone says, that guy knows how to cook. That guy's outstanding. Let's invite him over or let's go over to his house.
1: Yeah. So I was, uh, I was again, conversing. It was a great conversation until I got yelled at. Tomorrow's Canada Day. Yeah. So I said, well, I should be up there with the big green egg, firing up burgers, dogs, the whole thing. Sit on the patio, have a couple of Coronas. Enjoy. Why the hell would we be having Coronas on Canada Day? <laughs> they don't have Labatt's? I got yelled at and I didn't appreciate it. But the one thing that we agreed on was... Why,
0: <laughs> why the hell would we have Coronas? I
1: go because we celebrate what? all the goddamn yeah. North America. Yeah, why are you wearing that sombrero? <laughs> but the one thing we could agree on, they're a little they're a little testy up there. they're yeah. they're afraid Kawhi's on the move. I got it. Kawhi's on they're the little, move. little they're a little heated up there. They're they're judging everybody. All I know is that the thing that we agreed on. Yeah. Is no backyard's complete until you have the right barbecue. And right now, I I was just saying. With Brian from Hot Sauces and More. Man, when I was a kid, Dave, it started with the Smokey Joe. The Smokey Joe Weber was the coolest thing. Small charcoal. We'd get the self-lit charcoal. God damn, that thing looks like a Model T right now. Yeah, it does. Then you got the Weber 4 grill. uh, And it was the gas grill. You go get the propane. You did all that. Oh, look at here. I got this little hot plate over here. Shit, that feels like a station wagon right now. The whole game has changed, and the game's changed to the big green egg. Yep. But I am a guy, when it comes to grilling, it depends on how much time I have in the day. And there are times when you come home and you go, man, take a look. You have a great steak or you have vegetables or you have whatever you have in the fridge, and you go, man, I just want to fire this up right now. Yeah. Well, that's where the Weber Gas Grill works great. But if you're smart and you're looking ahead to the 4th of July and you said, hey, we're going to have an all-day barbecue and you've, you've got time on your hand, that's where the green egg helps you. That's why you want to head down to hot sauces and more. You find them right here at the Otai Ranch Mall. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Every Tuesday night, they do a farmer's market. Did you know that? I did. Oh, well, okay. I've never heard you mention it, but I guess I'll tell Maybe our Maybe I friends. like to
0: go by myself.
1: You probably do, loner lonely guy uh but you go through there yeah stop by the hot sauces and more booth you can get all kinds of great samples check it out but like i said tell them dave and jeff sent you
0: absolutely it's always a good time and finally don't forget about kyle pfluger i'm telling you right now everybody knows kyle pfluger right they're now.
1: all signing up
0: he's the busiest guy in san diego kyle pfluger is fixing websites all over the place sean walcheff I tell you what, no joke. I can name twelve guys. It, it's Dave insane. Dave Logan,
1: Drew Goodman, in in Denver.
0: Oh, there are tons of guys in San Diego that's, and I've already called Kyle. Yeah, I can't wait to start working with them. Kyle's number is 619-500-6621. Again, you want to fix your business? You want to make your website look professional? Six one nine five hundred six six two one.
1: A good thing to sign up for on our website. A couple of you have already got to it. At DaveAndJeffShow.com, you can see for yourself. Sign up for the newsletter. We're going to get together with all the sponsors. There are going to be great deals there. It'll be the first place to find out about special events, all kinds of fun things rolling. Uh, sign up for it. Hopefully, we'll have that. Hey! <laughs> You're yelling at that dog, Pirate. Uh, we're excited. We'll have that first newsletter up and running by... Uh, March of 2027 is our goal. So get signed up for it now.
0: Perfect. All right. We'll be back uh, tomorrow night with another show. We'll be back yep, on a we're Wednesday. we'll be back tomorrow night show. and Wednesday. we got three shows this week.
1: Man, bring your A game.
0: There you go. You think Leisure Fryer is going to be alive by the time we knock all three I out? I
1: swear to God, he'll pass out because he would be jerking his little noodle all day, all excited. He would have been fine. We would have got through the whole thing that you didn't say his name. Fucking guy says every time, do a new show while you're in Arizona. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not bringing everything with me. With your laptop. Yeah, okay, let me just go break into Dave's garage. <laughs> you old sack of shit. Alright, we'll see you tomorrow. See ya. <laughs> So